The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together and one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. The gospel of the Lord. Good morning. So good to be with you all this morning. And uh, after 10 days of isolation. And I uh, just want to thank all of you for your prayers and, um, and support and all of you who have brought food and uh, just very, very, very grateful. Um, so in the gospel, our Lord is confronted by the Pharisees and they go to him and they ask him this question, teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? And, and he really gives the simplest answer possible, right? the simplest answer possible. The law is filled with like hundreds of laws. And if you read the book of Deuteronomy, you hear all these hundreds of laws, like don't do this and don't do this and make sure you wash things this way and not that way. And, and, and so they ask him, which of those is the greatest? And, and our Lord answers very simply, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. The greatest commandment is that you should surrender your entire self to the Lord, which is, it's the simplest answer, which is the hardest to do for most of us, right? It's the hardest to do for most of us. And it's the thing that we forget about most. And, and it doesn't really say how this scholar of the law responds in that moment, but I almost think he probably would rather our Lord made it more complicated because sometimes we like to make things more complicated. <clears throat> I like, sometimes I like to make things more complicated. And, and it's oftentimes when, um, when, when I'm walking with somebody who's, who's trying to break free from an addiction or walking with somebody who's trying to break free from like sin and, uh, and, and they're like, what do I have to do? And I think they would like me to say, like, I want you to get up at five in the morning and wear a hair shirt and flog yourself and do this thing and do these five devotions and, and do all that. And I think that's what they want me to say. And really the answer is like, all you have to do is surrender your whole life to our Lord. Like all you have to do is learn that our Lord is better than all those things, right? Our Lord is better than all those things. And and to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, and mind means that just our hearts learn to go to him first. And our hearts learn to take refuge in him first. And when we do that, the fruit of it is that we start to love our neighbors as ourselves. We start to love our neighbors as ourselves because 
of our union with the Lord. And then we love the people that our Lord loves because we're united with him. And really, community within the church stems from the fact that we all have the same Savior. Right? We all have the same Savior. We've all had need of a Savior. We've all fallen short. We all forget to love the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Right? We all forget that. Otherwise, we'd be saints. You know, like last week, I forgot that. Because like, no matter like how much I preach on this, like last week, in the midst of all my pain... I ate all the Halloween candy, right? Like I told myself I was buying Halloween candy to give the kids, but really I was buying Halloween candy to eat all the Halloween candy. And, and, and I kind of knew like, oh, I'm just doing this because like I'm feeling sorry for myself. And, and I could go to the Lord right now, but candy sounds a lot better. And I have to repent of that. And, and it's just like a simple way, oh, oh, I forgot that I needed a savior. And our Lord reminds me over and over and over again. And when we remember that, when we remember that we need a savior, that's then that we constantly go back to him. And he constantly is coming after us. And then we find community with everybody else who has the same savior. You know, and it's something that I think that we miss out on a lot in in the church throughout, no matter what denomination or like throughout the whole world is that like we forget that we're all here because we needed a savior sometimes, you know? And, and sometimes like, like I've become a big sports fan over the last three years. And I, I don't remember if I've talked about this before, if it was in a talk or in a homily, but, um, but I reflect on like when I went to the Lions Chiefs game and in Kansas City, and I'm a Lions fan, and I'm wearing a blue shirt, and everybody else is wearing red, except for there's like all these people walking around in blue, in blue jerseys, all these Lions fans. And, and as soon as we see each other, we're like, oh, you're my friend. And oh, you've been a long-suffering fan too. And oh, you've been watching this team that's been horrible all your life, and we have the same experience, and now maybe we have a deliverer because our team's actually good. And there's like this community that rises up and everybody's high-fiving each other and hugging each other after the game and it's amazing. And like, that's really what our churches should look like. When we walk into church, we should walk in and be like, oh, you needed a savior too? Like, oh, your life was really hard too? Oh, like you've struggled with that too? Like me too, and we all needed a savior and like we find community in that, right? Like that's where community comes from in the church. It comes from the fact that we needed a savior. And, and that this person, who's a real person, entered into my life and he changed everything about it. And, and sometimes we get caught up in, in perfectionism or in, in wanting to look good or in wanting nobody to know that we have struggles. And, and all of that gets in the way of community. It gets in the way of being known. It's the experience so many people have when they, when they enter into recovery programs and and it's very often that I refer people, whether it's like you should go to Al-Anon meetings because you have addiction in your family or you should go to this anonymous group because you're struggling with this behavior. And they always say the same thing, like, Father, I can't go to a group. What if somebody knows me? I'm like, uh, well, if somebody knows you, you know them too. And like when you walk in, they're probably going to be like, thank God you're here. Oh, you needed a savior too. And there's a special kind of community that grows up when people have common sufferings. 
St. Paul writes that to the Thessalonians and he says to them, you know what sort of people we were among you for your sake and, and you became imitators of us and of God, receiving the word in great affliction, that you received the word in great affliction, that you received the gospel message in the midst of your sufferings, in the midst of your sinfulness, in the midst of your forgetting, with joy from the Holy Spirit so that you became a model for all the believers. When we truly allow our Lord into every part of our heart, when we love him with all our heart, mind, and soul, the result of that is joy. And it's that joy that becomes attractive so that other people look at us and they recognize, like, you needed a savior too and you found something that I want. And that's how the church grows as we continue to being open, being open to everyone who's in need of our Lord's mercy. And as we reflect on all the great things the Lord has done for us, it, we can't help but to want to love others the way that he's loved us. And that is definitely what the world needs today. But it starts with us in our own hearts and it starts with our own hearts being more and more surrendered. And so today let us pray that that we not forget our need, that we not forget our need for a savior, that we learn to surrender to the love of Christ with all our heart, all our mind and all our soul. And that we may grow in genuine love and charity for each person that we encounter, especially those in most need.